in three, two, one. I'm Jerry Trippiano, and you're listening to the I Love Shanty Show. Oh, Shanty, are you home? Hello, my darlings, and yes, I am home. Welcome to the I Love Shanty Show. Boy, do we've got a show for you in store today. This is a melodic heavy metal band created in 2015, and we've got the lead vocalist and guitarist, Guy. Welcome to the show from Mind of Fury. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How are you today? I am so wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time to come on to the show and let our listeners get to know you here and hopefully become major fans of your band like I am. <laughs> Cool. Thank you very much for having me and really for showing interest in our band. Oh, absolutely. You guys rock. Okay. So, you know, I always like to get into, you know, I, I like the listeners to get to know the artist a little bit, right? Because oh, yeah. if you can connect with people, then they, it's a lot easier, I believe, for people to connect with your music, right? So I want to go back to the early years of you and talk about like what got you into music. Did you grow up in a musical family? Um, let's, let's start there and, um, we will progress as we go along here. All right. Cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, my family from my dad's side were very musical, but from my grandma. My grandma's family were like um, musicals. Oh wow! So everybody played something, instruments. Well, my my grandma played played piano. My dad uh, went to to music school. He was a pianist. Uh, he played the flute. Oh wow! He had a, a progressive rock band in the seventy early seventies in my country, Chile. Very nice. And, uh, and my mom, it's, she was an actress. So I think I got the, the music part from my dad and, uh, you know, the showmanship from my, my mom. So that's how I became. (laughs) That is really awesome. Guy. I mean, so you came from generations of music backgrounds and then with your mother being an actress, I mean, absolutely. Wow. So it was basically in your genes to be a performer on some kind of level. Um, so yeah. what got you? Okay. So let's, let's talk about, so there's your exposure. Let's talk about your, your early. Okay. What I like to ask people is the musician that you are today, right? If you could give yourself advice, right? Like the 19 year old you, because we do have young listeners, like some 18 to 26 that listen to the show. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's a, it's an experienced musician that says something or even a person that gets, you know, gives advice. And sometimes it just really clicks with people. So at your point right now, what advice as a musician would you give your younger self? Uh, first of all, well, I was, what I can say that I, I, I started, I was exposed to music very early on when I was a baby, basically. Aww. And, um, uh, my 
I don't know, I could say maybe when I around when I was four or five, my biggest impact were the Beatles. <laughs> you know, the Beatles and Santana, Eric Clapton, the Woodstock Festival, um, that kind of stuff. You know, Joe Cocker and all the greats. And all the greats, Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin, you know. But then when you, when I grew, grew older, you know, you're starting looking for your own stuff. Yeah, that's fine. That's what my dad liked, but I want to have my own stuff. Right. I would like to like my own thing too. I would never forget about that. I actually never did. Always loved Beatles, always loved Deep Purple and White Snake. But then, you know, it's, it was impossible not to get influenced by Bon Jovi and Europe. Pantera, Megadeth, Metallica, Ingbe Malmsteen, Stradivarius, Halloween, Gamma Ray, right. power metal band from yes. Europe, you know, Primal Fear, stuff like that. And, um, but I never forgot, I never forget, I will never forget the why, 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 why I'm influenced by that people because of the impact they had on me. You know, it was like, I don't know. It's like seeing someone that it was like so special, so so able to do something that is almost impossible. And I wanted to become that and entertain people and be a showman, man, a showman, you know, uh, bring joy to people and inspire others to play an instrument and be great. I love that. So and and my I think my purpose is that you know, inspires, inspire others and show them that it's possible. That it's possible to be great. It's possible to write good songs. It's possible to other people love what you do. Feel inspired as well. And, and they want to, they believe in what, you, what they're doing. So they, they want to be them some, some kind of artist themselves. I think that's, that's the beauty. And never surrender never surrender amen you don't fail until you surrender so it doesn't have to be it's it, in to, to me it doesn't i don't know if you're you're a woman you're a man you're uh i don't know uh a black man a chinese man a guy from south america uh, a guy from America, a guy from Europe or from Japan or whatever, China, woman, whatever, doesn't matter. If you plant tomatoes, what are you going to get? Tomatoes, yeah. Okay. All right? Yeah. If you're old, if you're young, if you're mid-age, doesn't matter. So you gotta, if you have something in your heart and you want to accomplish, it doesn't matter how young you are how old you are you know you can you have you can do it too oh, you know? that is really great you know advice and just i mean you know and i appreciate you being so candid and sharing that because you're absolutely correct you know never surrender never give in to your dreams you know and continue to push and you know, and, and stay true to yourself. I mean, that's what I got, you know, also listening to you is, you know, stay true to your roots, you know, but yet have your own, 
you know, style and, you know, vibe with it. And um, very well said. Um, wow, you are absolutely amazing. Uh, Marianne told me you were amazing, but I was like, oh, oh my on. gosh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you do lead vocals and the guitar. Um, I've never been one, so I sing, but if I had to play an instrument while singing, I, I mean, I just don't think I can do it. So first of all, that in itself is a talent and, um, kudos, hats off to you. Thank um, you. But now do you, um, write your own music? And if so, what is your creative process when you're writing your songs? All right. So yes, besides all of that, you just said, yeah, I write the songs too. Nice. But I started as I wanted to be a drummer. That never happened because my dad didn't, didn't want to deal with the noise, the loudness <laughs> of the drum kit. <laughs> right. So, so it was like, Okay, a friend of mine got a guitar and that is not that loud. Would you buy me a guitar? And he said, <laughs> yes. He wanted me to be a piano player, but I want to be a drummer. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like piano. I, I, st I went to school, had a teacher, let's say, put it like that. Had a teacher that teach me how to play when I was really young. But I want to be, I don't know, I, I want to be like Richie Blackmore. Or James Hatfield or Inve, you know, not John Lord is great, but didn't resonate with me. So yeah, he gave me a guitar, and that's why I was a guitar player. I was inspired by guitar players, and I wrote. Of course, I wanted to write my own songs, and I always worked with singers. I was in, in the band, in a band, where we were five of us, and we had a singer. And and work together and everything. When I came to the states, I started work. I worked with uh, Nick Marino. He's keyboard player for Inglay Malmsteen. Oh, nice! And we did a record together. And then I don't know. I I was craving to do my own thing, you know. So I put together Mind of Fury with Mike Frankenbush, Mickey on bass, and Henry Moreno on drums. And the main concept of the band was to be a, uh, like Van Halen or Pantera. Woo! Yeah. You know, <laughs> or, or I don't know, Steel Dragon. The style was like, oh, yeah. you know, Pantera meets uh, Steel Dragon with that kind of voice. You know, like the, the band. You remember that movie, Rockstar? Yes. Stand up and shout. That, that, that was yeah. the style of, of singing. <laughs> You know, that I, I was out in my mind. So we started looking for a singer. We couldn't find one. So the guy's like, dude, we have heard you sing. You're not bad, man. You should do it. <laughs> so, okay. I, I back since the beginning of my career as a musician, I was a backing vocalist. I always did background vocals, sing harmonies. So I was playing the chorus, maybe some intricate riff, but I was able to sing at the same time. So it didn't took me that long to figure out a way to sing and, and, and play guitar at the same time. Oh, and yeah. actually that I'm, I use a headset. Like, for example, uh, Kip Winger or um, what's his name? Uh, Garth Brooks. He plays guitar, so he sings, mm -hmm. you know. So I can move and keep on singing and playing at the same time. So that... I had to become a singer and a good one. I think I 
I'm good. I I love your voice. I mean, it was just mind blowing. I and I mean, we're going to talk more about that. I I'm surprised you haven't been a lead singer your whole life. <laughs> well, at the beginning, yes, but then I was I'm obsessed with guitar. I first I'm a guitar player. Mm-hmm. So my process is. I write the song first, the music, the riff. The riff is always first. You know, the riff is always first. I play, I come with up with ideas. Sometimes the vocal melody, but it's music. It's not lyrics. That, that's my process. Music. Mm-hmm. It could be melody. It could be a riff. It could be a drum beat or something that comes to my mind, and I translate it into a guitar or something. And then when I have the whole picture, the whole band, you know, right. I do a demo with the drum machine on the computer and I play the bass and I do guitars or something, play some keyboards, stuff like that. I have the basic melody in my, my head. Then I record the melody with with lyrics. And the 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 feeling of the song will dictate what what the what the lyrics are gonna be about. Wow. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, do you sometimes um, base, so, so, like, riffs off of, like, your mood or maybe something that you see that's going on around you or in the world, you know, or is it just kind of whatever, you know, comes to your mind for words, right? Um, Sound is one thing, but putting words to it, I consider that, like, such a multi-talented you know, level, and it sounds like you've got all of that. Well, I can tell you this. It's a pain in the ass. But, <laughs> but you know, what comes to, to me, like, very easily, it's the song, the music. Right. The melody, all that. It's, it's, it comes to me very, very fast. That, that comes together. I can write a whole song, musically, structure, everything. I can put it together one day and then the next day work on the melody with the lyrics but the lyrics i don't know it's like okay i'm gonna connect with the i don't know with the fifth dimension or something (laughs) and and it starts to come in so probably sometimes it's a chorus that comes what 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 you know something that i can hear in my in my mind in my head or my soul i don't know i can hear the the chorus and that will detect the theme or the subject of the song. So then I start, uh, once I have the chorus, I, I start doing the verse, the verses, the pre-choruses. I, I love that. <clears throat> now, let me ask you this. What was your favorite song that you wrote off of your new album that was just released? Ooh. Number three, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. The three, the, the number three album. Yep. It's the third album and it's titled three. And we're three guys in the band, and everything is three. Um, well, a favorite, a favorite that I enjoy playing live. It's uh, "Wake Up Your Life" and "Never Again." The screaming in silence. Freedom Rain. My favorites from the album. I like them all, of right. course. But I mean, everybody's got their favorites of things. And okay, so what makes um, 
your number one pick, your favorite favorite. Like, you know, like this is, um, was, was it like a, an emotion song? Was it like something that you were just like, wow, I'm just really into this sound. This is a hit right here. Cause the listeners love to get into the minds of the musicians too. Cause you know, a, a song can take on, so many meanings to different people, especially when they're going through something or they're, maybe they're in some kind of mood. And so I like to get all intimate, you know, I mean, not intimate, but, you know, like intimate when it comes to kind of getting into your mind a little bit, you know? Yeah. Oh, wait, well, Wake Up Your Life. Uh, it's a song that I, I don't know, it's like, the it's melodic, it's fun, it's... I can dance a little bit. <laughs> ah, I love it. It's something that moves me. Like all, all, our, all our albums have that kind of song. For example, if you listen to our first one, Do or Die, it's holding on. It's, you know, that kind of 80s, 80s sound, you know, like. I love it. I don't know if you can hear this. Are you, you can yeah. hear that? Oh, yeah. All right. So Wake Up Your Life starts like this. I love it. Oh, wow. Yay. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's melodic. It's like, you know, and the lyrics is about being positive and, you know, uh, if you're feeling good, everything is going to be good, you know, and I don't know, wake up your life, stay positive, you know, and it's it's really, that, it, that that's me, basically. I really like that vibe and especially in a time right now, like we need more of you and your intro um, to that amazing, amazing song of Wake Up Your Life and then to hear like the positive message behind it is super amazing. Um, I am so glad that I got turned on to, you know, your band um, and I'm just like, you know, here's the thing. Um, Mind of Fury, you guys have like a very, I mean, a very diverse sound, but it is like, you know, melodic metal. And I love to hear about your process and especially that, you know, you've been exposed to music since you were a child, like a baby. And yeah. that really shines through. And it's not that there's not talented people that that didn't come for them later in life, but you can tell that it was really absorbed um, within your um, tissues. That's what I'll say. You got music in your, in your soul. Um, okay. So let me ask you this now. What's going to, I mean, do you guys have any venues and any, um, uh, you know, shows that you want to talk about for 2024 and um, what you're excited about for the year? Yeah, well, we had a, we had a, this 2023 was, we had a good run of shows. We played a lot in, in South Florida. We're in Florida. We're a band from Orlando. We played a lot in South Florida. We did uh, gigs here in Orlando. We played in Tampa. And actually, we're starting to, you know, start feel that we're getting somewhere with this. 
Nice. We have more people coming to shows, stuff like that. So uh, for 2024, uh, we're working very closely with the label, uh, Rock Avenue rec uh, Artist. Well, that, that that was the commercial that I did. Rock <laughs> Avenue Records. I love them, Marianne. Yeah, because, yeah Marianne. So love we're working Marianne. with them very closely, and and we uh, we haven't had like nothing set in stone yet, but we're working on dates for next year, for the summer, some dates in February, January. That they're, they're, we're, we're about to be ready to go with those too. That's awesome. Now, if there were venues out there and people listening that, you know, love your music and want you guys to come play in their area, if that was like the West Coast or the Pacific Northwest, um, like, can they reach out to you and like say, hey, we want you guys up here or maybe at this festival? Are you guys open for that? Definitely. Nice. Definitely. Sweet. Yes. You know, I mean, because I, I mean, it's such a, you know, the one thing I love about the music community is it's actually a community. And, you know, it's like, I mean, supporting music, you know, even outside is so important. Music has been around for thousands and thousands of years. It's brought us all together. And, you know, I am just like, yes, you guys got to get your butts over to the West Coast and the Pacific Northwest and just shred it, like shred their ears open. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have so, so good, so much, so good memories from California. I was there in 2018. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went there for the NAM show. Oh, how did you like NAM? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. I got there. I, I talked to somebody. Um, well, first of all, I went here and talked to a guy that I met in a, in a music store, Bay Central. Uh, his name is Michael Amico. And I said, dude, you know what? I have this crazy idea that I, I can go to the NAMM show, but I don't have a pass. <laughs> oh, no problem. We never go. So we will give you your, our passes. No problem. Oh, wow. So they, they gave me the pass and I travel and went to the NAMM show and I talked to this guy, Dean Kishone. He's from Boston, Massachusetts. He has uh, DC custom guitars. And I said, hey, man, I'm going to be in NAMM 2018. Oh, cool. Let's meet somewhere. He, he gave me a, a, some directions to get to a booth or something. Uh -huh. So... Uh, we met there, of course, when you, in this era, you see people on Facebook, you can see pictures. So I immediately, oh, man, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We've been talking for years. And he's like, oh, man, do you want to play? I'm like, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so he gave me a guitar and I start playing. And then the, the guy, the owner of the booth is Lizard, Lizard Spit Products, guitar okay. care products. Uh-huh. And he's like, dude, I'll endorse you in a minute, man. Now, right now. He gave me a, a case of stuff. And and then he's like, okay, I'm going to build you a guitar. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. You're good, man. You, you kick ass. I'm like, and, and can you get me something else? What do you want? I want strings. Okay, come with me. So we went to sit strings, stay in tune in strings. And he, we went to the booth and, hey, man, this is gay. Oh, uh, hi. Oh, dude, this guy plays his ass off. He's amazing. Would you endorse him? Yeah. Well, show me your social media and stuff. And they show a video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Give me your, your, your name and everything. You got endorsed by them too. And then we went to another guy, the Robert DeSanto from Stone Tone Products. It's a 
basically parts for it's part of a bridge and gives you a very a lot of sustain for your guitar. Oh nice. Yeah, I'll endorse you too, but dude, I was I, I think I was in that in that uh what's the name? Of that civic center or whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. gathering center for 15 minutes and I got endorsed by everybody. I'm like, what the hell is happening here, man? That's so awesome. It was great. And the vibe was so awesome. I They say, hey, play it again. I, so they put a backing track or something and I played. And then I opened my eyes and I'm playing in front of all these people. It was great. It was amazing. Wow. So yeah, I have a very, very beautiful uh, memory from the NAMM show 2018 in California and everything. Nice. So now, do you plan on going yeah, in the future? High. Like, is is there like future Nam and in, in your future one of these years? Yeah, actually, I was talking to Marianne about it, but probably next year, mm-hmm. uh, not 2024, maybe 2025. Well, that would be exciting. Yeah, I think it's um, coming. It's in January, January yes. 25th through the 29th or something. Well, Marianne, if you're listening and you can pull it off, dude, I'm in. <laughs> Come on, folks. Let's get him into the NAM show. We need Mind of Fury in there. Gee, gee, gee. I, 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 I totally see you there. Um, okay, so now I've got to ask you, what is your most like memorable moment uh, backstage? Was it like a funny moment that happened or, you know, because there's always moments on stage or backstage that a musician's like, so there's, tell me a story. Like the craziest thing or the funniest thing that you've ever seen. Uh, well, something, I will tell you something that changed my life. Okay, let's hear it. I, I like this kind All of right. stuff. When I was 23, I was in a band and... Ingbe Malmsteen was coming to town in my, in Chile, in my country, where I come from. And we were supposed to be on that bill with, oh, as an opening act. At last minute, the promoter pulled, pulled my band out of the bill. Oh, no. No, come on, what are you doing? So I went to the, he was, uh, he at the time, that was in 2001, he had uh, a record store where they sell merch and CDs and all that stuff back right. in the day. And I'm, I came to the store like, what the hell, dude? You're killing me, man, blah, blah, blah. And I'm starting to get a little bit out of control. And he's like, no, 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 take it easy, man. I'm going to offer you something better. Oh, really? What can be better than that? Right. Don't come with me. We're going to the airport and we're picking up Ingbe so you can meet him in person. And, oh, wow. And I'm like, wow, really? <sighs> yeah, yeah, come with me. You, you came just in the perfect moment. Okay. So we hop in the, in the van and we went to the airport and, I, and, and there it is, Ingbe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So... He he said, hey, hi, I'm the promoter, blah, blah, blah. They talk business and stuff like that. And then, well, he, he, this is Guy, uh, and he's going to be in charge of you. Whatever you need, you ask him. Oh, wow. I'm like, wow. And, then he, and he's like, hey, hi, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And and I'm presenting myself. Yeah, I'm just, a, you know, working on the organization. But let me tell you, I'm a, I'm a big fan and blah, blah, blah. 
and I really love your latest album, Alchemy. You, I know you're here to promote the la the latest one, War to World Wars that I like too. But mm -hmm. I would like to know if you're gonna play something of Alchemy. He's like, no, unfortunately not. But you know what? Uh, don't worry about it. We're gonna give you a show that you will never forget. Well, the shows were incredible. There were two shows in September of 2001 after what happened here in in 9/11. Right. And. But basically, the experience was that I had a mentor. That's I had the chance to talk to someone that at some point in life was like me at the time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was able to ask a lot of stuff, you know, like, I don't know, ask for a private mentor session with someone that you admire. Right. And you can ask, you know, about the instrument, music, music business, uh, a lot of information. And actually have access to go to sound check with him and play the guitar and and he showed me the whole the, his whole equipment and all. So in other words, I was able to see him as another human being, not as a huge megastar or the the king of shred. Right. Yeah. See the human side. And in other words, that that told that that showed me that it's possible. It's possible to inspire every, uh, other people. It's possible to make a living being a musician. It's possible to be successful. It's, pos it's possible. A lot of stuff is possible if you put it in your mind, basically. And that's so, so that true. changed my life. It's so amazing that what a blessing that was. That one, you know, one door closed for another really amazing door to open. And, you know, and you got that really one-on-one -on -one experience, humanizing experience. And I think that that is so amazing. I mean, what a blessing. I feel like, you know, I mean, we, we get what's coming to us in some ways. And that was yeah. definitely coming your direction. That's so cool. No, it was, it was amazing. And being there, like, hey, did you hear, uh, I don't know, my concerto suite? At the time, that was an album that came out in 98, you know, but because I was in South America and, well, internet at the time was limited. It wasn't like now that you go on YouTube and you can see whatever, you've been hours looking at videos and music. It was a different time. So I was like, no, I haven't heard it yet. Okay, man, dude, hey, pull the track and he played a piece. He played Fugue just for me. The sound check. I'm standing on stage looking at him playing it and listening and hearing the amp, the amp and everything. I met Derek Sherinian that uh, he played with Jimmy Theater. You know, he was in the in the band at the time. Uh, Mick Sherbino, he was the bass player for Richie Blackmore. Doogie White, he was singer for Rainbow. So it was like ugh, a big impact, really. It was a blessing, really, yeah. Well, that's really awesome. Um, now, I've got some questions here about your bandmates. So, how did you guys all come together for Mind of Fury? Um, was it just like a one at a time, you know? Or was it just kind of like three guys that knew each other that um, wanted to form a band? Well, um, well, I played with Nick Marino in 2013. I came to the States in 2012. I met Nick Marino. He was, he's still Inve Malmsteen, Malmsteen keyboard, key, keyboardist oh, or nice. keyboard player. 
So I met him on one of the shows here in Orlando and I gave him my CD and he liked my playing. So I did an album with him, uh, Eternal Fire, NZM Eternal Fire. So, but I, it, it, I, I still want to, I was craving to do my own thing, you know? Right. So I, we, we, I, I quit the band and I met, um, Henry Moreno on drums. I met him through band mix and we, and I already know, I already, I was in touch with Mike Frankenbush, Mickey on bass because of the Nick Marino thing. Oh, he, nice. they are, they are in Florida, in South Florida. Oh, very cool. Mickey, Mickey's in Boca Raton. I'm in Orlando and Mickey and Henry's in Orlando as well. So I told Mickey, dude, I have this amazing drummer here, man. If, if, I don't know, I know you have your songs. Maybe we can put that on the album. I can write the other ones. And are you in? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Because at the time he was playing with some other people, but it was, it wasn't working. It's been, he was stuck with those guys for 10 years or something. Nothing happened. So, yeah, yeah, he came in. Okay, I'm in. I don't care. So, <laughs> we start working together and we look for a singer and we couldn't find one. So, that, so that's why I'm singing. And Mickey step up and she's doing backing vocals with Henry. And I don't know, we were happy ever after or something like that. <laughs> that is awesome. So, you guys have yeah. been together for quite a while now and that's great. So, um, now let me ask you this. I have curiosities. Now, is the you know metal scene in um, Chile, Chile? Is it like I mean, is it like a huge rock and roll scene and metal scene? I mean, I I just I'm so fascinated with other countries and like the music. Yeah. For example, if you're if you are in Metallica, if you're part of Metallica, Iron Maiden, or Ingvers. Well, if, you, if you're if you're an Iron Maiden and you go and play Chile, basically Maiden has to play where the not in a stadium, in a soccer stadium. They play in, in where the the horse racing, oh, you know, okay. that kind of venue oh, wow. that it's bigger than a stadium. Oh jeez! Wow! You know, it, it metal is big, it's huge, but for for international bands. Now, local bands, not that much. Right. You know? But, but yeah. So, I, I'm very influenced by American metal or an European metal, South American metal as well. Metal is big, but if you're a local star, uh, not too much. Right. Yeah. No, I, I can totally see that. Now, um, I want to start talking about your songs um, that we are going to be playing for my amazing listeners um, at the end of our hour. And, you know, we're going to start out with um, talking about Screaming in Silence and um, what that song meant to you when writing it and kind of what the vibe of the song is. So can you let the fabulous listeners know your thoughts? Well, first of all, that song came to me as a rhythm thing. Oh wow. So I'm I'm, I'm sitting on a table 
And I'm doing, I don't know if you can hear this, but this is what it came to me. Basically, it's nice. Yes. So that, that was, oh, this is something, you know, it came to me, came to me like that. That is something unique. You don't hear that very often. So I translated into guitar. You know, oh, I ran out of battery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but two guitars, the same thing. And that developed into a whole thing and a huge intro and very like, when, when I was recording the basic track of the song, I am like, dude, it sounds like soldiers are marching to this. Nice. Like, so oh, this is a song about soldier or something. Oh wow! I mean, I yeah, I I, I like how you are able to take the, your sound and how you created it, and it's coming through perfectly in our interview. And this is so interesting to me because I've never had a musician that I mean has done like hey let me give you a little instrumental of it so you are my first and I do appreciate that now yeah but that's that's the story of how it came I just absolutely love that and thank you so much for being so candid about it now let's talk about the second song we'll be playing for the listeners and that's now or never and anything you'd like to tell them about this song yeah that that was a well you those listeners the lovely listeners i'm gonna (laughs) hear that it starts with the bass riff so that's the the riff that nikki came to me like dude i have this amazing riff and he showed it to me okay that and i'm like wow that's that's gonna be the intro oh really yeah really so we start working on it and that would that so he's playing that and then the band me and henry come in and we play that riff and then nick is still playing that riff but i'm playing chords and i'm singing the verse and then we do chorus that is a different part and it's basic very very structurally talking is very basic that is very powerful, it's simple but powerful. And I don't know. I started writing the lyrics, and it came like you know what happened with the pandemic, right? You know, so it's it's it's, it's a little bit deep, but it's it's. I think I like it. It's good. I love it. I like deep songs, you know, because it is like food for thought in many ways. You know, I have a playlist that. Um, you know, it's just so diverse and each song makes me feel so differently. And that's what I love about music is it takes on a different meaning to each person. And, um, you know, I am absolutely and totally enjoying this interview with you, Guy. Um, you've been so wonderful and so candid and so open. And, you know, it allows, you know, the listeners and your future fans and your fans in general to get to know you 
um, you know, and a little bit deeper side of you. I think that it's nice when we can humanize each other and just be humanized yeah. in the first place. And you're amazing. Okay. Thank now you. Thank you. let's talk. You're welcome. Let's talk about number three and never again. Um, well, that's the song about heartbreak. Okay. I kind of got that vibe off of it. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's like, it's about a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. you know, people that they're together, they're not together and together again. And <laughs> and suddenly the, the, you know, the, the main character of, of the song says, you know, that, yeah, that I don't want, I had enough. I'm done. Right. You know, so it has that vibe, you know, you know, the melody, you know, it's kind of a little bit queen's strike in a way love it like you know in into the other Australia, you know something that like that wow by wise it's not that i was inspired by that but when i was working on it it was like the the vibe the feeling that i had you're, I mean, amazing. And your voice is just like, I mean, I, I like imagine your voice as I'm going up, like instead of the stairway to heaven, it's the escalator to heaven because technology has gotten better. So when I'm on the escalator to heaven, I'm going to be expecting to be hearing that sound that you just made. Like, I'm like, yeah, um, that is really exciting. Okay. Now, do you guys have any like, new singles that you guys are going to be dropping in 2024 any surprises for us you know you can give us a little well, hint probably one of those two other songs that I, we were talking about oh, screaming nice. inside this is the first single that one was released in october right so far we have 110,000 views on youtube and a lot of, of uh, streams on spotify and you know all the streaming services but i think yeah, now or never or never again could be the next one. Oh, we, we we haven't decided yet, but I think one of those two. Well, that is super exciting. I can't wait until you guys are like out getting around and playing live. I want to see you guys play live. I mean, and I am a huge fan um, of your website. Your website is so informative and you guys just like embody the look and the essence of old school rock stars, right? And I just absolutely love it. And there's so much information even on like your guys's bio, you know what I mean? And in your band and you know, you and yourself and you know what I mean? It's just, it's really awesome that, um, like I, I just love it when bands have great websites where people can go to. And, um, speaking of that, um, how can people find you? Like, I mean, so give your website, you know, YouTube, any Spotify and obviously, um, anything that you want the listeners to know. And remember folks, if you don't have a pen and paper or you don't remember something, you can go to www.iloveshannyshow.com and Mind of Fury's flyer uh, will be posted up on my website and underneath their flyer will be all of their social media links and their website so you can connect with them right away. So, Gee, how do the amazing listeners find you? 
All right. So first of all, they got to remember, I'm in mind of fury. Mind, mind of fury. fury. Mind of fury. <laughs> so, so if you type mind of fury on Google, I just did that. And I found our website, our Facebook, our YouTube, uh, Encyclopedia Metallum, Metal Archives were there too. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, uh, Spirit of Metal, you know, uh, everything. We're everywhere. Mind the Fury, even in Amazon Music, Teespring, that's where we have our merch. Oh, very cool. All right, so you see, so if you type Teespring, T E E Spring, like the season, dot com, official Mind the Fury store. Or just, uh, you can type Mind the Fury merch. Uh, let's see what happens. If you see Mind the Fury merch, you will see our, our t-shirts and everything immediately. And we'll take you immediately to our, our official store. Well, that is super amazing. And so um, hopefully y'all got that down out there. And if not, um, like he said, go ahead and go to the Google um, search. They do get around in a good way and you will find the band um, Mind of Fury. Um, Actually, I'm the, we're the only Mind of Furies. Which is awesome, <laughs> you know. I mean, it makes it so much easier, you know, to um, basically be your own name, which is great. Um, yeah, and I, I actually... Actually, I'm my my real name is Guillermo from Chile. I'm Guillermo. Oh, I'm a Hispanic guy. I love guy. that. I love that name, Guillermo. I right, do. So I think it's so I cute. When I came to America, I found out that everybody was, I don't know. One time I was called Guantanamo, Gil, um, Goyomo, Guillermo. So I made it in English, like G H. E E Y E H, half of my name, Guille. So I, okay, any anybody can read this, I guess. I thought, but it, it seems like everybody calls me Guille. So, well, whatever. <laughs> I, <laughs> but if you type my name, you, yeah, I'm the only one too. Uh, which is, I mean, very unique. <laughs> I actually love the name Guillermo. So I'm just letting you know I'm sending you a heart on that one. Um, well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and allow myself and my listeners to get to know you. Um, I hope that we, you know, stay in contact when, you know, in venues that you're playing at. And, um, and, you know, if you've got a tour date or anything like that, let me know and I would be happy and so willing to announce it on the show um, oh, and definitely put it's it up on the website as well. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of you guys. And I know that the listeners are going to love these three amazing songs that we're going to be playing. Screaming in Silence, Now or Never or Never Again. And remember, folks, to please like, follow and share. Add these songs to your playlist. Let's support our amazing musicians that keep us out there and keep us active and keep us rocking. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. And for those of you, you who would like to, oh, you're most definitely welcome. Reach out to the show. You can go to my website, iloveshannyshow.com. And there's a little icon there that you can click to send me questions or reach out. 
Or you can reach out to I love Shanny show at gmail.com. And I'm always happy to respond to you. And folks, don't forget that you can go to the website underneath the flyer and click on all of the links. But the most important thing you do today is to support this amazing musician and the band Mind of Fury. For this week, folks, I'm going to be doing a send off and we'll see you all next week. Thank you, everyone, and bye. Bye.